All right, so let's talk about the Su'uda. The Su'uda, which is very much connected to Mishta Hayayan. Uh, we'll see how much justice we could do to Mishta Hayayan. It might be Kedai, it might be worthwhile to make another time to uh, discuss it at length. I think we'll touch on it once we uh, start touching on the Su'uda. Uh, we'll touch on Mishta Hayayan as well, but to really get into the crux of the matter, which for a lot of people is a, is a big part of Purim, and even if people don't drink, to really understand what's taking place through that fascinating mitzvah, Bez Hashem, if we don't get to it uh, over the course of the next uh, 10 minutes or so, we will uh, we'll continue on uh, either tomorrow or uh, on Purim itself. So here we go. Su'udas Purim. Beis Minei Rikshais. There's two types of feelings. This is incredible. You want good psychology? There's good psychology. A person's feelings can be divided and put into two parties. There's a feeling that is just in myself. It's so part of me. It's in my heart completely. It's in my heart, and it's there, and it's there, but it's never outwardly expressed, necessarily. It's not interpreted into action. Okay, so I, I can feel something, I can know something, I can have an emuna in something, I can care about something, I can be passionate about something, to a point where I know this so well that it mamish takes over my feelings. That's one type of feeling. There's a different type of feeling. These are feelings that are active. I have feelings that start to push me physically to act out with things. Okay? He says, I'll give you an example. His footnotes. He says, I'll give you an example. If you love somebody, Okay, so that's an inner feeling. It's chashuv, it's important, amok, it's deep. But there's no act, action over here. If you say, do you love this person? You'll say, yeah. You say, uh, what, do you, uh, what do you love about the person? You say, uh, I just, I, I love them. I, I feel love for them. I feel love for them. I care for them. They're special to me. And then there's times where there's a feeling that you got to do something. For example... I've had this feeling, right? You've had, you see somebody who you love being trampled on, being put down. It could be a family member, it could be a parent, a spouse, a child. And somebody else is embarrassing the person, picking on the person, bullying the person. What happens is, that's the love in your heart makes room there's a feeling inside which is I gotta do something. It's not enough that, oh, you know, I feel so bad that this is happening. You know, you'll actually like that feeling is gonna put, be pushed aside and you're gonna actually act out on it. It has to be such a deep feeling, and it's coming from such a place that I really want to act on it, and I'm so confident in this. It has to be so 
part of you that it completely goes and impacts what you're going to do. Impacts what you're going to do. Somebody tells you that the Gadol Adar is walking into the room. You're going to believe them? Absolutely. I'm facing this way. And somebody says, yeah, um, the Gadol Adar just walked in. Any name. Pick your favorite Gadol Adar. Okay? Any name. You're like, wow. Mom is incredible. Do I know it? I know it. Do I know it a million percent? I know it a million percent. Come on, come on in. We're almost done. Yeah? I know it a million percent. But what's happening is... But the Gadol Adar. That's right. But, oh, but look what just happened. Look what just happened. There's three walks into the room. If I were to say, oh... Reb Tzvi walked in, and you'd be like, okay, Reb Tzvi walked in. But if I say Reb Tzvi walked in, and you stand up, you didn't just believe me that he walked in, you acted upon that belief. It's a different type of, it's a different type of understanding. This is the Avaida of the meal on Purim, of the Seuda on Purim. Lahamik, to make deep, ulahachdir, and to know, to, to know in, in, inter, like in, inside my intestines. The knowledge of the oneness of Hashem Yisbarach. That we've accepted through the R, through the light that takes place, that's brought into us by the reading of the Megillah. I know, for, I, this is, I know the, the only thing that's truly in existence is Hashem. And the only thing that's truly found here is God. We're going to get to a point, ready for this? Not that I just know that there's a oneness of Hashem, but that I'm, I start to act on it. The su'uda is good, the meal, at that meal, we're going to take this light that's going to come to the world on Purim that we've been learning about, and we're going to, we're going to stand up and start to dance. To start to dance. Which, by the way, the reason why when you have such feelings of excitement we naturally lift ourselves up and our hands start clapping. Our hands start clapping, your body is just like, it's like we're, we're trying to lift off this ground and like we know we're supposed to be elevated because our, our, our spirit feels elevated and our bodies are just trying to follow. So you start, you get a little bounce in your step and this is true, right? You start dancing and bouncing up and down and we, how true is this in our daily lives? Even if it's not necessarily a dance, but when things are going well, there's called something, an extra bounce in your step. There's something there that's bringing you and th- you're, you, you're connected to something bigger. Things are well, things are good. You're going to have that, you're going to have that, uh, that extra push. So now how's it going to come out? What's unique about the meal though? The su'udah over at the rest of Purim. What's unique about it? You're going to sit down, you're going to eat, and then there's going to be dancing, and there's going to be singing. What, what is, how does this all come together? So, the only way to come to this active type of knowledge of the oneness of Hashem is through food. Is through food, eating and drinking. Why? Because by eating, food to a Yid is not a physical entity. Food to a Jew is attaching spirituality to a physical entity. That's why we make a blessing before we eat. Because we're saying that even though externally this looks like a physical entity, I could take anything in the world and spiritualize it. Unlike in other religions, where you're either spiritual by separating yourself, and you have certain laws if you're the Pope, and then a bishop and a cardinal, you're going to have these unique places and unique halachos, and and you got to separate the more, all right, the more you need to separate from this. And Judaism is no such thing. 
You're not hired to a position. The, the, like like uh, Rabbi Brookwood spoke about at Shalashudas. The greatest Gadol Adar, the greatest Torah sage, is keeping the same exact laws as us, and we're all striving in the same exact way. That's it. There's a, there's a halacha, and we're just trying our best to do it. There's no separate ways. Because the avod is not to separate yourself from the world. What the, what the, the trick is, so to speak, to be a successful Jew is look around at the world that Hashem put us in and say, how can I find God in that? Not how can I separate from that, but how can I take that and find God in it? That's holiness. That's what Kedusha is. So I'm going to take this food and I'm going to find Hashem in this thing that external, in an external way, looks physical. What is, what is this avoda? What's, the, what's the, the service of eating for Hashem? Yeah? We sit down on Shabbos, we eat a meal for Hashem. Yom Tif, we eat a meal for Hashem. Purim, we're eating a meal for Hashem. What is it? At the time that we eat and drink, I realize all of the pleasure that I'm experiencing right now is a pleasure that God put into the world. Hashem put this pleasure here. This is not me. This is a pleasure that Hashem put into the world because He wants humanity to, to enjoy. Hashem, if there's a pleasure here, it's because He wants us to enjoy it. And there's a fascinating Gemara in Hulan. We're going to have to stop in a minute. Fascinating Gemara in Hulan that discusses how every prohibited pleasure could be experienced in a way of permissiveness. And it goes to, what if I want to taste uh, cheese with meat? But I will, how, how can I experience that pleasure? How can I experience that taste? Gemara Nechulun. Gemara Nechulun describes there's a certain way that you could take the udder of a cow and barbecue it for a certain amount of time and this and that and it'll taste like a cheeseburger whatever, whatever it is. Yeah, because there's been no... It goes through that. There's every type of pleasure you could want can be experienced in a, in a mutter way. Now, why does Gemara even do that? Why does the Talmud find it necessary to do this? So that we could, so the answer is because what we're saying. Hashem's not putting us in this world to separate ourselves from being happy people that live a pleasurable life. He just wants us to find how to, that pleasure in a godly, in a godly way. So when we come to the Purim Suda, something that externally looks completely like a physical entity, it's really just a vessel which brings out the light of Hashem. And you want the greatest pleasure in the world? The light of God. The more you connect to God's light, the more pleasure you're going to have. So the more connected I am to Hashem, I'm, gonna, I'm saying, wow, this is incredible. This is Gishmak. I'm living a life of Hashem. So we're naturally going to want to tap into something, to find an excellent food that tastes incredible. You, you find some, some, uh, some drink, something good, something bad, and, and we're going to bring that experience into this feeling that comes down, as we've been learning, on Purim. And therefore, when a person experiences this pleasure of food, I'm like, wow, Hashem, this is such pleasure. Ooh, you know what this really is? This is a pleasure that's just such a small part of the pleasure that is being connected to you. Because every pleasure really is a pleasure that's just kind of a parable of a a way for us to grasp what pleasure is. Otherwise, we don't know what pleasure is. So every time we, we, we bring something gishmak into our lives, that's, it's, it, it's a way to hint to us what the light of, of, uh, of the pleasure of being connected to Hashem is. And he says, It's a very big, the, the, the holiness of eating 
when you connect it to Hashem, is a, is a very holy thing. We'll end with this, the last few lines. V'zuhi avayda ha'gadayla b'shudas Purim. He says, Chavra, when we sit down at the meal on Purim, that's Hashem, yeah? God willing, Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday evening, we're going to have the Purim Suda. When we sit down at the Purim Suda, what is the avoda? What's the avoda? What's the service of Hashem when I'm sitting down over this, with this delicious food and company and drink, and we're sitting here, Within my eating and my drinking, I am putting in the, the truth of God. I'm experiencing a truth of God more and more. This food it connects me to the truth of Hashem. This drink connects me to the truth of Hashem. Until it gets to a point where my body becomes active, my feeling from this pleasure now becomes an active feeling, and guess what happens in the middle of the meal? It now pushes us, I'm going to get up and dance. The same way when somebody walks into the room who you respect, you stand up. You don't just know they walked into the room. You're driven to act. You're driven to do something. So too, by the meal, the more we know this truth of the oneness of Hashem, by the meal, we're going to get up and we're going to dance. Sometimes sometimes you cry. Sometimes you pray. Because these feelings just drive you to something. It drives you to take action in something. Lashir, it could sing, Lismayach, to rejoice. But that's ultimately the avayda of the meal. The avayda of the meal is to get, get physical pleasure so that I could connect it and my mind can start comprehending the pleasure of what it means to be connected to Hashem. And now once I understand what it means to be connected to Hashem, I'm going to bring myself, my, my body's going to actively participate and, and come to the rejoicing that is precious and special for Purim. Okay, we'll hold it here for this evening. We didn't even touch on wine. But uh, we'll, Hashem, in the next, uh, next time we get together, that will, be, that will be the focus. The focus is the avoda of, of uh, drinking and, and uh, becoming a little uninhibited on Purim. All right.